0: Hello and welcome to the PAW podcast, the podcast to empower the PAW in you. I am Aïssa and I am Saron, and welcome to the first episode of our PAW series. All right, Saron, I have oui? a question for you. Are you more solo or group travel? Mm, I'm more solo travel. Mm, I do agree. Okay are you more an observer or an observed what I mean by that in imagine you go to a certain country and you're walking on a street mm-hmm. are you gonna be the one that observes or are you gonna be the one that is feeling observed
1: I feel like for me most of the time I'm the one feeling observed but it's just because you know it's me I'm killing it away so. People are...
0: <laughs> you know I mean (laughs) 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 all right I do agree with that one and then uh, are you more about safety or adventure
1: Mm, I mean I'm more about adventure, but still in a safe way, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but I'm like, if I have to choose, I like adventure, but there's still a level of safety that needs to happen. So adventure.
0: Okay. I would have given the same uh, answers. And actually I was traveling and I made an observation and I wanted to share this small anecdote with you. So all my travels, whether in Europe, Asia, or Africa have something in common. My skin is a source of laughter. Every time my long, slender legs and long breaths cross the path of the more white than black, that famous smile appears. So first, I need to tell you what I mean by calling people more white than black. Mm -hmm. Who are they? To make it simple, all those, as the name indicates, that do not feel black or that are just simply not black. First of all, uh, I would include the whites from the Mediterranean uh, to the coldest areas of the globe and their diaspora, which, thanks to the various colonization, have managed to spread. I will also add the Arabs, but on that topic, I think we need an entire episode on that um, because Mm -hmm. there is so many things to say. And then I will talk about the Asians because you have some Asians that are actually darker than me and you, but who... Still find it funny for them to see a black girl. So shout out uh, to my <laughs> Indonesian friends. <laughs> She's calling them out right now. <laughs> yeah, I have a very good friend from Indonesia. So I'm just joking. But um, yeah, just an It's operation. a tendency that you have, like that you noticed. So it's funny. Exactly. And then the last ones are the Latinos. But I know them way less better than the rest because I haven't got the chance to get there yet. But that will happen soon, I hope. So the presentations are done, let's talk about this famous smile. Rarely friendly, it is often mocking, perverse, sometimes downright racist and degrading, quite often fetishistic. And what does it mean? Does my black skin give off hormones that activate laughter? That's what I ended up asking myself on my last trip. And I can't count the number of smiles I've seen, I often don't understand them and wonder if I should still try to rationalize them, right? Mm -hmm. So are they mocking smiles, look at that creature walking around, or for the most racist, what is that sub-being doing in our area, the area of us, the dominant population? Or maybe do I have something on my face that a mirror cannot show? I don't know. Too many questions. Uh, to ask to rationalize a behavior either racist or fetishist or dominant, in all cases problematic. These laughter are just one angle of the problem and one illustration of the problem that I wanted to talk about, but you also have those who take pictures, those Mm -hmm. who would take a video, those who will call of their friend on FaceTime to show them the black girl walking. Yes, people, I'm talking about something that truly happened to me. It yeah. was in Indonesia. <laughs> and there are also those who point fingers, right? Yeah, I know it's so funny because again, just
1: thinking about the trips that I've done before. I've been born in Austria. I feel like the most like gaze I had was in Austria. But even that, like, mm-hmm. I've never seen people really like taking pictures of me. I think they were just like, oh, like, we're not used to see that many black people. At least in the city that I was, you know? But I've never had really people, like, coming to me laughing or making funny comments.
0: Okay. I had... And actually, the last one I had, it was this summer, it was in Croatia, and there was this guy who was talking to his friend by FaceTime, and he saw me, and he started, like, pointing the camera at me, and laughing, truly laughing, mocking me, you know, and telling to his friend, oh, look at that, and... I mean, it's not the first time that that happened to me. It has happened to me. And I would like to talk about this last population I've observed. It's the, you know, this old guy, this old white man who's walking with his wife and he saw you. So he saw this, you know, kind of black fetishization Mm -hmm. and he starts looking at you in a very perverse way, giving you a smile, playing with his tongue, this kind of stuff. And his wife is seeing what he's doing so she's kind of feeling awkward about it she give him um you know a nudge to stop what he's doing but even that don't stop him anyways (laughs) the list is long and i'm sure you are listener who are who are hearing this you must have had your own experience so all those behavior that were being endured were a big source of frustration for me, especially in the context of solo traveling, where Mm -hmm. the I, actually, you became the center of everything. You know, you don't have any friends or anyone to kind of give that frustration you might have or just to change your attention, to switch your attention, you know. I was quite frustrated by that. I remember there was this moment I just sat on a bench. um, I was still in Croatia and I was like, Okay, I said to stop, stop. It's no longer possible to accept it as such and especially to undergo this frustration and everything that you're getting from that. On the contrary, I have to change my mindset because I cannot go to each person that is having this problematic behavior and tell him, oh, you have to stop, you have to stop. I cannot do that. So the only solution to that problem is to change my mindset Mm -hmm. because that's the thing I can control. And the change, the switch in my mindset was to tell myself to start seeing my black skin, my feminine black skin, not as an object that undergoes the look and behaviors of other, but on the contrary, as a weapon capable of activating reactions. Yes, because that's what it is, because it can't Pass without setting off a bomb in its pass. So our mm-hmm. black skin, our black feminine skin is actually a weapon. And you know what's the most powerful thing about a weapon is that once you're behind it, you pull the trigger and no one else pulls the trigger. Wow. Like you sound like yes. a criminal. <laughs> I know. Yes, I'm gonna She's do like, some victims you pull here. Pull the trigger, nobody you do. else. <laughs> And once you start having that mindset where you're like, oh, actually, I know that if I get into that situation, mm-hmm. my, my black skin is going to activate these and these, these reactions. Yeah. I'm going to observe that and see how I can switch the situation to my advantage. Mm-hmm. Well, you become the one who controls and you are no longer being controlled. Yeah, I mean, I like
1: it, a point that I just wanted to raise. You know, it's like, again, these kind of behaviors from their side, Like from the people who laugh at you, from the people who take pictures, you know, and then make funny comments. It's really just the lack of education, right? Because it's like we in the 21st century, obviously, we know the the diversity that there is in the world. Mm -hmm. In some countries, you know, like China, Croatia, I guess, you know, maybe they're not used to see that many black people. And it's understandable, right? But the reaction, their reaction to your skin, that's where the issue is. It's like Mm -hmm. you don't know how to contain yourself and actually behave in a proper manner in front of a new situation or in front of a new person with a different physical characteristics from you, right? So it's more like what we cannot condone is just the way they react. That is where it becomes disrespectful. And obviously, you have to find a way to turn it completely off and not be affected to that. I mean, by that. But It still raises a big issue of like people not knowing how to behave, you know, and how to respect each other,
0: exactly. And also the fact that as blacks, we are always viewed as the one you can mock, we are always being dominated because it's like really, as black people feel that they have the right to have those kind of behavior because everyone feels that they dominate us, yeah, and we only can stop that by being the one who dominates the situation so by taking control and yes so that was my how can i say my key pow takeaway for our listener i want you to try this technique next time just you know where when you are in a situation where you're frustrated because of maybe looks or even behavior by people related to your black skin or your black feminine skin try to take back the situation and see it as a weapon actually you will see that it might totally change the way you see things and give you a wonderful journey afterwards yes and you can
1: continue solo traveling without having to worry about yes people (laughs) seeing you as a celebrity because that's what you are and next time, <laughs> tell them you're Beyonce. Everybody, does. yeah.
0: Some people so, thought yes. I was Naomi Campbell. I was so happy that uh, <laughs> I would say, yes, I am. Yes, I know. They're stupid. I have so much <laughs> stupidity. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. And in the meantime, don't forget to bring out the How in you? Power in you.